0: well good afternoon and welcome to episode 283 of the other ground live i'm Pastor j how the hell are you guys doing today it is oh friday happy friday bitches friday february 26 2021 i hope i hope you guys are having a great day today i certainly am uh, glad to have the show started i see the og army is forming up in the chat box always glad to have you guys along for the ride uh you guys know the routine i'm going to talk about stuff you guys can call in or not depends on how you feel about it or you can call in about your stuff uh, I'm always willing to talk about pretty much anything. Uh if you don't want to talk to me, type shit into the chat box and I'll try to get to you there. <clears throat> anyways let's get started. Uh what did I do today? for the Personal stuff. We always get the boring personal stuff out of the way right away. Uh I leave my house today. Yes, I left my house today m- m- just to go get lunch uh at my wife's work. She works at a, a shawarma shop. Uh so I went and got some uh uh chicken Taiwook. I'm pretty sure I'm saying it wrong. Um which is delicious, and it's one of the few things I can have at her uh, shop because it turns out my IBS stomach doesn't like uh, quite a bit of uh, Middle Eastern food, mostly because apparently a lot of it has garlic in it, which I can't have. Excuse me. But uh, the chicken taiwuk is apparently soaked in some sort of mustard sauce and then just grilled, so it's delicious, and I can have as much as I want of it. Uh, (laughs) Ted says, I thought you can't eat human food. I can eat human food, mostly... Mostly, I can if it's bland and not awesome, I can I can pretty much have it. If it has any kind of spices or flavor, I can't have it. <laughs> um, so yes, and I I am a big fan of mustard since it's one of the few condiments that is uh, completely IBS safe. and I can have as much as I want. So the chicken uh, with the mustard sauce and, and it's it's not super duper noticeable. Uh, mostly, it just makes the chicken really moist. Um, and then they, and then they actually grill it there. Um, so you know, you're like you have almost that uh charcoal taste to it all. Uh, it's great it's, it's very happy to get something like that out of a out of a store out of a restaurant as opposed to something from home so uh i'm a big fan of the quality anyways uh so that was pretty much my entire day i went up there and had lunch uh, at my wife's work and kept her company for a little while uh played the bass quite a bit today i'm trying to get good at it i used to be better at it than stop playing for a couple of years and it's really frustrating because as i mentioned before i play through like the rocksmith system which is great but it also shows you how well you've done on the song in the past like i'll show you the best percentage uh if you have if you haven't managed to play all the notes yet how many what's the percentage you have like oh you've got 98.7 percent of the notes right so like which is sounds like uh not much but it can, depending on the, how the song goes uh um that can be noticeable actually now at 98 99 you're not really gonna notice because that that means during like a three or four hundred note song i missed two or three notes or some shit like that but the point being i'm going back and starting to play again after being lazy with my playing for a while and i'm way worse than i was at one point like there's there's songs that my best score is 98.7 and i go back and try it right now i just got like a 94 or 95 or 96 percent. and when you miss four percent of the notes you suck (laughs) like if you if you listen to a a musician and he misses four percent of the notes you are definitely going to notice that shit so (laughs) so it's uh it's frustrating uh but i know it's my own fault uh part of it's i'm trying to learn sitting down uh, i've always played standing up uh, and it changes where your arms and hands naturally sit so and also the angles of some things so i'm having trouble with it but i i'm still working at it because i don't really want to stand for long periods of time anymore it makes my back hurt so i think i'd be a lot more likely to uh practice if i can do it sitting down um honestly when I'm standing up after three or four songs my back starts to hurt um and I don't want that to be a reason not to play so I'm trying to focus on learning to play better sitting down Uh, I still want to play standing up as well because that's a useful skill too but for the majority of my practice I think I want to be sitting down for it now and uh, some people don't have any issues with that at all I see lots of people that's basically the only way they learn how to play so i know some people that don't wear that are uncomfortable field playing standing up their plates so, so much sitting down but for me it's way harder when i'm standing up the uh base just seems to sit in a better position for me to get better angles to play and you know my the hands just fall more naturally in that position i kind of when i'm sitting down i kind of have to get all cocked at different angles and stuff to make it work so but i'm still trying <laughs> uh let's see what else did did i do today not a lot uh the weather's starting to turn here in michigan so we're really happy about that uh when i say starting to turn i think like the high today was 42 or 43 which i'm ecstatic because the last couple weeks the highs were in like 15 to 20 22 and the lows were getting like under zero and that's without the wind chill so the last couple weeks michigan's kind of sucked uh however like i said like 40s they said that we're gonna be maybe hit 50 or 51 in the uh weekend and the um weather guy was saying that with the next couple weeks definitely being mild weather we might just be done with the winter because you know traditionally february is where it sucks the most and march is when we start to recover and we're gonna make it well into the first week of march or so before we even have any chance of inclement weather so uh Here on that made me super duper happy. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I'm not really an outdoor person. Like during the summer, I I don't like go out to, you know, do walks in the forest or play a lot of outdoor activities. I don't do any sports or anything like that. So it's not like the temperature outside really a big deal for me. You know, when you say, you know, it's super hot or it's super cold or all that good stuff. It really only affects my trip to and from the car, (laughs) you know, other than that, you know, and of course in the winter, you know, the the car is cold. So it takes you a little while to heat it up. But those you know, are not really big reasons why I should be missing summer so much. But but I do. Uh, I think obviously the sunlight's a part of it. I know there's all, all those studies about uh, how you need sunlight to be happy. And when it's dark and gray all the time, people are more depressed and you you can suicide rates are higher in areas where there's less sun. Um, so I imagine that's part of it. Uh, but Part of it is just I think <clears throat> just the emotions and and things I associate with the summer, you know, the spring, summer, fall, those, that's my work time. Uh, that's when I feel like I'm being productive. Uh, that's when pretty much anything that's going to happen happens. Uh, and despite the fact that I'm a lazy motherfucker and don't really want to work, uh, I'm definitely happier when I'm at work. <laughs> I'm the type of person that needs a schedule. Um, <clears throat> so I, uh, and with it coming up next week, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to it so yeah I'm, i guess you'd say i'm a summer person despite the fact that i enjoy not working in the winter for at least the first couple weeks but I, like i told you guys yesterday anything more than a couple weeks is way hey, too much time off i mean unless you're super rich and you can do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> that would be a completely different story if you gave me like what i get most week, most years i get somewhere like nine or ten weeks off um so if you gave me 10 weeks off and like a shitload of money i'd have a completely different story to you about how i spent my last 10 weeks (laughs) but clearly I'm not rich so that didn't happen uh how about you guys what would you guys do if you were given an extended amount of time off and a relatively large amount of money that you don't that you let's make it even more fun that you couldn't uh keep past the 10 weeks someone gave you 10 weeks off and $50,000 but at the end of the 10 weeks any of that $50,000 that you haven't spent you have to give back and of course, we we are going to do that by Brewster's Millions rules. You can't buy things of value of that fifty thousand dollars. You can't just say, "Okay, well, I'm just going to buy a new car and sit at home for ten weeks." No, that's not how the game works. You have to. You can spend the fifty thousand dollars on travel, on hotel, on entertainment, nothing of material value. So you at the end at the end of the ten weeks, you can't have anything bought with that fifty thousand uh, dollars, and whatever you haven't spent just goes away. So there's no point in trying to save it would you guys do would you go where would you go yeah jitsu says hookers and blow so um that's a uh that's a good plan i suppose so so i, I assume that means you would probably not go anywhere <laughs> i mean would you be traveling the country doing that would it be uh you know like a homegrown operation yeah um have ecstasy blown up your head i don't think you need 10 weeks and fifty thousand dollars to do the things you guys are listing to be totally honest you might want to aim a little bit higher you know So like, you know, if you're looking to have a hooker blow ecstasy up your ass, I mean, at least make it more interesting. Like you want to have like a $5,000 escort blow ecstasy up your ass while you're you know, from the penthouse of this hotel in Vegas or whatever, man. You got, you got to make it an adventure. Just don't you can't just have some whore come over your house and blow, blow and blow uh, <laughs> ecstasy up your ass. Come on, get be more invented than that. See, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, exactly. Vegas of high grade MDMA. Uh, yeah, that, there, there's another drug that I never really got into. Ecstasy was starting to get popular right when I was getting out of the party scene, so uh, I saw it going around, and I had a couple of friends that were into it. But it was kind of an expensive drug, uh, like twenty dollars compared to like five dollars for like acid. Um, and while I could have bought some, I I was never had the opportunity to buy some in a party environment environment. So I decided not to go ahead and try any of that stuff. I heard it's really excellent though, as far as drugs go, uh, (laughs) yeah, that's, uh, but I'm past the expiration date for that sort of thing, I think. But for me, I don't know. Uh, I think I'd like to go to uh, Japan. I think Japan will be a lot of fun to visit and explore. Um, Then I'd like to, uh, I I always wanted to travel the country in like an RV and just see different things. That'd That'd be a lot of fun. Me and my wife, we talked about retiring all the time for fun. It's like one of our fantasies, but we always have uh, arguments about where we should retire to. She wants to retire to Florida with her with her parents, you know, because she wants to take care of them, all this good stuff. I told her, yes, but that's, you know, unfortunately, I hate to say it this way, but that's a short term uh, problem. <laughs> you know, uh, we're not, we don't have to live in Florida all of our life to take care of your parents. There's really, so, so yeah, I think if we were ever happy to strike it, Rich, it behooves behoove us to like have a lot of options to where we want to live. That'd Be more fun, you know. Uh, like I always wanted to live in Arizona, possibly, but I've never been there, and I'm certainly not going to buy a house in Arizona, you know, without checking it out first. And uh, so the RV thing driving around always sounded like a fun time. Oh, I see slides around. Hey, Sly, how you doing, boss? Um, so yeah. Ah, uh, that would be fun. Uh, okay, I'm kind of out of topics. So let's go over to the OG and see what they're talking about. You guys know what the OG it's the what the OG is rather. It's the off-topic forum for a mixed martial arts place called the Underground. So now you know where the name came from. Oh, let's see what are they talking about today. One <laughs> division, which was fucking awesome this week. Uh, anybody around that wants to talk about one division? I will certainly uh, be into that. On the other hand, I don't really want to ruin it for anybody. So if there's nobody, uh, here that is current with it, I'm not gonna bother to uh, uh you know throw all that shit out there. So oh and the juicer who's one of the uh few people that have been watching it with me hasn't seen it yet so we will probably do this conversation tomorrow because I certainly don't want to ruin it for anybody. Let's see what else do we got today? Lady Gaga's dog walker shot dog stolen. Did we talk about that yesterday? I don't think we did, did we? No, I don't think so. Um, I I think that broke yesterday after my show or something like that. Uh, Apparently, Lady Gaga, who is in Rome shooting a movie, uh, had a dog walker um, out walking her three French bulldogs when someone pulled up and fucking jacked that guy, shot him in the chest, and stole two out of the three dogs. Apparently, he was able to protect the third dog, so good for him i have not watched the uh video yet i don't really want to to be honest with you but the thing i wanted to talk about one second i need water oh man <clears throat> there you go that's better the thing i wanted to talk about was the fact that lady gaga offered a five hundred thousand dollar reward for the return of her dogs no question asked okay and uh that's the problem. Problem I have. Uh, I know where she's coming from. I love my dogs to death. If someone had stole them, I would do almost anything I could think of to get them back. Uh, but the mistake that she's making is basically she's caving into the dog demands. You know, that's exactly why they stole her dogs is because they hope they could get some money out of her. Uh, so for her to say yes, here's five hundred thousand dollars, she's just making it so that stealing celebrities' dogs is a new industry. I mean that's that's you you don't think people are out there saying out there that didn't see her say that went oh wow that's a lot of fucking money for just for like stealing someone's fucking dog that's not that's not even the same sort of crime as stealing someone's kid you know you don't go to jail for 30 years for for kidnapping someone's dog <clears throat> so the risk versus reward on that is pretty fucking high and i'm afraid that that she's just started a new industry for criminals uh, celebrity dog napping you know fuck lady gaga had her big snog she's i'm glad she got jacked i'm not uh i'm not i'm not you know i don't i don't give a shit about lady gaga one way or another but i'm more i'm concerned about the dogs that's what my concern is i know that sounds kind of like callous but that's how i feel about it um her dogs are in danger there's a good chance that she's never going to get them back and there's a good chance that those dogs are going to end up dead uh that's what bothers me because dogs don't have anything to do with how stupid or not their owner is uh the other part of the story was obviously the fact that a dog walker got shot and is in, in the chest and is in a hospital. And uh, you would assume she would do something nice for that dude. But so far, pretty much all the focus is on the $500,000 she's offering for return of the dog. Telling, she said she should throw that guy $500,000 for saving the one he did, you know? Uh, so, yeah. And this is not a new response to me. I'm I'm very much pro animals over people. I'm i I'm a big softie for animals. I don't give a shit about people for the most part, <laughs> but uh, animals, it bothers me when animals are you know, are hurt or abused or anything like that. I think it's a big uh, indication of what type of person you are, uh, how you treat animals, not necessarily pets. Cause not, not everyone's going to want, want pets. I don't judge people if they don't want a pet, but I do 100% judge you on how you treat animals in general. You know, uh, I don't expect uh, anyone to be like card carrying vegetarians and PETA and all this stuff because that's stupid and I'm fairly hypocritical about it myself because I still eat meat and all this good stuff but I really don't like seeing animals needlessly abused and I think people that do like seeing that have something fucking wrong with them so but that's just me I don't I I try not to judge other people all right Uh, let's see what else do we got today so, uh, I, but in conclusion, I hope she gets her dogs back sp- despite her poor plan. Hmm. All right. Let's see what else are they talking about. Oh, they're making fun of K barbs again. Poor K barbs. I really wish that guy would get his life together and just be happy <laughs> and, and stop posting stuff on the, on an internet forum that gets him made fun of. Cause I can tell it bothers him. I don't get me wrong. Uh, I've get made a fun of on that forum quite a bit. And in the past it has bothered me because, you know, I, I'm sensitive. Uh, but I've managed to uh, grow a thicker skin about it and and either disregard the people that truly don't like me and see the humor in the people that are just making jokes. Uh, I'm not sure if K-Barbs has that going on. And it, it worries me sometimes because he takes a lot of it very seriously. He takes a lot of it to heart. So and that's not something anybody should do when it comes to an internet forum. So I... Uh, I really ho- wish him nothing but the best. <laughs> and yes, I was K-Barbs before there was a K-Barbs. But as I mentioned, I kind of learned my lesson on a lot of that stuff. You can't let it get to you. If you're going to let it get to you, you really should just leave the forum. Which I almost did once or twice. Because <laughs> I was a pussy. Uh, but uh, uh, my uh, fellow fucky yeah has hardened me up. So you know, now I'm all good. I can take it now. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what else they talking about today something i'm talking about today is uh my wife's new car she's not getting a new car right now but uh she her lease is going to be up uh like at the end of the year so they're already sending her all like the different you know articles and things saying hey your lease is going to be up what are you doing next uh and i think she wants to buy a vehicle which is probably not going to happen just because i don't know it depends on how it works up i'm buying my car right now as well but uh I had to stretch out the payments pretty far to get into affordable rate and i've told her before that when it comes right down to it you can normally get more car, car out of a lease than a uh uh purchasing it when you go by the month-to-month payment because uh right now she's got a chevy equinox which is okay uh it's all wheel drive which is useful here in michigan i was that you know what I'll, I'll tell you a the story Her Chevy Equinox is one of the proudest moments I've ever had in my life. Um, I'm not a nice guy. I I don't go out of my way to help people or anything like that. You know, I don't really give a shit about anybody else but me (laughs) and now my wife, I guess. But the reason I tell you this is because my wife had never had a new car. Uh, I was surprised to find find this out in any way, shape, or form. She'd never driven anything new. It was always used. Uh, and when i know when i met her mostly pieces of shit so so um i told her before we even got married that one day she would have a new car um come some you know one way or another that was going to happen and the two years ago or so was when i was finally able to make it happen i mean i'd been leasing new cars for a while but uh you know, I'd never leased a second car. So it took a little while for my finances to get in the right spot between the two of us that we were able to do it. And just seeing how happy she was to have a new car for the first time in her life was a good moment for me. I don't have, a, like I said, I don't have a lot of moments like that in my life. So I uh, was happy to have that one. <laughs> but now it's coming up to being the end of the lease and she gets the, to do one of the most fun things ever, at least as far as I'm concerned, look for a new car. I don't know about you guys, but I've always been a good, a big car person. I'm not mechanically inclined, but I understand how the shit works. So, uh, for me, getting ready to get a new car is one of the most fun things in the world. I start like researching different types of cars I might want and looking at reviews and comparing this car and that car. And for me, I'll do it for fucking six months before I, before I buy the new car, just because I enjoy the process, checking on the different stuff and you know, um, one of the few things I regret about buying my car, cause I love my car. It's, it's, it's a great little car. Um, I have no regrets on the actual vehicle at all. My only regret is I have basically have another four or five years before I can start thinking about buying another car. And I just love that process so much. So seeing my wife go through, this has been fun for me too. Cause she's never had to do this before. Um, and, uh, she, she, and every day she's got a different car that she's decided that she wants. So I definitely know how she feels about that one because I jump back and forth. Oh, this one's kind of cool. Oh, that one looks better, but this one has better, it has more horsepower. Oh, but this, that, and the other. So uh, it's it's a fun time here in the Passive J household, um, even though she's, we're not actually going to seriously start looking for it until October. The guy that we work with uh, said uh, uh, October is really when a lot of the year-end deals come, come in and at that point, we'll only be like a month or two left on the lease, anyway. So, um, they'll she'll probably get a new one by the end of October. I'm thinking, we. Now, <laughs> she of course, her newest thing is that she wants something that can tow because she wants to get like tow a trailer so we can go on vacation. You know, get like a an uh, a trailer RV because uh, as far as RVs go, the trailer types are by far the cheapest. You know, because it's a lot easier. You yeah, know, when you don't include the engine with it, the price goes down quite a bit. Uh, so uh, that's what she wants to do for her for our vacation sort of stuff. She'd like to get a camper. Um, I don't know why, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I'm i not an outdoor person. She's not really an outdoor person. Also, she said she likes, likes camping. We've never actually did it. Um, but uh, I've always liked, if we are gonna go somewhere somebody's place on vacation, just get a hotel. Uh, we don't stay at really stupid, expensive places. I think, uh, excuse me. I think the most expensive places we ever stayed at outside of like grand hotel, uh, like a hundred dollars a night. So if we were like on the road for two weeks, all right, I can see having an RV would be a good idea because you're, um, as opposed to paying for two weeks worth of hotels. But most of the time when we go on vacation, it's just like a couple of days. Like we'll drive up to Port Austin, stay at a hotel for one or two days there and then drive back. Um, I uh, I don't know. I guess I just never had a lot of experience of camping besides the very basic, you know, uh, let's go out to the woods and get drunk, have a fire, you might have a tent, you might be sleeping on the ground sort of thing, you know, and to me that was never a lot of fun. Uh, I've never been able to do uh, camping like with an RV or a trailer or like adults do, I guess. So it might be a lot more fun for me that way. I don't know. Uh, I do. I have start to appreciate the, the wildlife uh, a lot more than I used to. So, you know, just the quiet of being outside, like out in the woods and stuff, of uh, taking bike rides to like the woods trails. Um, so I might be able to appreciate it, but it's definitely something that I think we should try before we buy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I mentioned to my wife and she was immediately, ew, no. When I mentioned that we me maybe try renting an RV. <laughs> I was like, why not? She goes, you don't know if they wash to come off of shit. I'm like, oh, okay, babe. That wasn't what I was thinking. I, you would assume that they'd have like fresh linens and stuff. But that's that's exactly where she went when I mentioned renting. So possibly not. <laughs> oh, we got a caller.
1: How you doing, juicer? Hello. How are you doing, juicer? Hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you, dude. I can hear you, dude. Okay, I'm in my car. I haven't done this before. So, hey, real quick, first question, Jay, are you okay. used to tra- towing any via- any trailers of any type?
0: No, my wife has done it before. No, no. my wife has done it before, but not I.
1: Okay. Yeah, there's. I mean, it's not it. as simple as just towing a trailer, right? I mean, a little bit of work work for work for it. So, you got to be up to up to up to it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And that was one of my concerns, because I'm blind one eye, so I don't Because I'm blind in one eye, depth. so uh, I don't the have... The entire trailer thing uh, kind of scares the me. The entire trailer thing kind of scares me. Right, and
1: I'll tell you this. I've had a trailer for a couple of years now, and we've only used it three times, but there was other reasons for that. So, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you to try one out, but I don't know of any people that rent trailers. I know they rent RVs, uh, motorhomes, but... I never heard of anybody renting trailers but maybe
0: they do. I, I, like a travel trailer I, I would assume like so a travel enjoys. trailer I would assume so anyways
1: Yeah, I don't know. But uh it's a it could become a money pit and and value uh depreciates pretty quick so just think real hard about it that's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I'm not a huge fan but we'll yeah, see I'm how it goes fan, It we'll depends on it. how much my right. my I guess much my me, I guess. All right man, I'm dropping driving Later. All right. Thanks for going, Deuce. All right. Thanks for going, Deuce. And there you go. <laughs> I wondered about that. Because of uh, the entire car Bluetooth thing. I, I figured it would make a uh, echo. Excuse me. Because, uh, you know, when you you when you talk, it goes through the Bluetooth on the speakers and bounces back and forth. And I was right. Yeah, and uh, Jitsu's uh, same by used. Uh, which is probably a good idea because I think, because um, you can get like like a year or two old and it, it drops like a, quite a bit off the price. And uh, and as far as, since it's not one of the ones that has engines in them, real, for the most part, I mean, I guess, you know, obviously brakes and things like that. But the amount of miles on it is a lot less of a big deal if it's not a motorized motorhome, obviously. So that's something to think of but juice makes a good point. I've never done it. Uh, my wife said she's comfortable with anything like up to like 24 feet. So apparently she's done this shit before, <laughs> but I'm not comfortable doing it. I can't see. Um, and, uh, it, I might not like it. One of my biggest concerns obviously are the beds. Uh, we would have to do some pretty fucking serious research to, uh, get one that fits me. The, uh, jitsu says get an 18 van i would do that would be the perfect solution for me a camper van is what i want but and they call those uh c class or are they are those the a class the thing is they're fucking expensive it is cheaper to buy like one in a medium size like 24 to 34 foot mobile homes you know the ones i'm talking about the ones that the ones that aren't built like a bus the one but you know that still use like a regular truck frame to to move it around those are less expensive than a nice uh, conversion van conversion vans or or whatever you want to call them are expensive as fuck <laughs> yeah. like a brand new one is like a uh, like can get up to like a hundred thousand yeah, dollars for a van uh not an 80s or 90s one with a waterbed true you might be able to find a good deal in one of those but i would assume i was just looking at new so i assume used is probably going to be gonna the same thing it'll be less than a new one but still comparatively speaking to the other classes it'll be more expensive uh so my, what i kind of wanted was for me was like the medium sized ones the like the 24 to 30 foot one i think i could handle that that's long but it's not but it's it doesn't drive like a trailer and it's not so long that I'd have trouble getting a, a maneuver in it. Like, like one of the bus size RVs. Uh, definitely, definitely, I definitely couldn't handle one of those and we wouldn't need one. It's just the two of us. Uh, so for me, a camper van would be the perfect one cause I'd be perfectly comfortable driving it, but it's unlikely I'll find one of those that fit me the next class up. I might be able to drive it, but we probably can't afford one of those 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 are fairly expensive as well and those are the ones that you don't really want to buy used i wouldn't think uh, at least not too used because they do have an engine in them and you know where you get the mileage and all this good stuff i don't know i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about for the most part i as you guys can see i did a little research on it but not a ton so we'll see how it goes <clears throat> all right let's see what else they got talking about on the og let's see Oh they're talking about sports cards. There's something i could, I never got into like baseball cards, football cards um I was into magic cards for a while, but that's that's a different thing um uh, but they all work the same really trade uh, they're basically trading cards um and the trading card industry is weird because it they're it's the value of them like most other things are exactly what people think they are and that's it like uh i I worked for a um collectible store. Uh, they uh called it, it was called troy stamp and coin but uh they sold a and anything that you would collect deal you know, they had a section that was full of porcelain for different like uh uh porcelain collectors they had fucking like all of the uh you know franklin Mint commemorative plates you know uh, basically it was almost it was like a pawn shop but for collectible items uh there's one there's a couple of those in the area i'm not sure if there's any of them there anymore i know troy stamp and coin isn't around anymore and they hired me because I knew about magic cards. <laughs> Literally, that's you know I got a job there uh, running their magic card section. That was a fun job. I wasn't there that long. The the guy was kind of a weirdo, uh, but it was enjoyable for a short while I was there. Um, <clears throat> Basically, all I did was sit around all day in front of behind the magic card display and sell individual cards, and and then talk him and you know I, since he didn't know anything about it, I would go and like use the Wizard magazine, which is a magazine for collectible cards, and price them all out and then I would advise them, which when he when he got uh, boxes of uh uh booster packs in or if he should just sell the booster packs or if he should open some of them up and so on and so forth it was a lot of fun uh magic the gathering yeah when I say magic cards I mean magic the gathering um the I don't know where they are with the game anymore I know this still gets played uh but I don't know as far as the collectible aspect but back in the day they were some of those cards were going for some pretty good money um you know uh ridiculous money and i you know what i, I think some of them still are depending on where they go but it's all all the old shit like anything anything else it's got to be super rare and old for it to really be worth money but for example i have a deck of cards from magic the gathering left over i sold most from years ago but i kept one one deck and some spare cards if i in case i ever wanted to play and the deck's in very poor condition it's 60 cards they're all beat the hell because i played the fuck out of them and they're still worth about a thousand dollars just a between the 60 cards that are in there and like the rest of my de- rest of my cards probably worth about like another 500 or some shit like that as I, as I mentioned they're mostly gone if i had my full collection right now that i had back in the 90s now we're probably talking like 30 40 50 thousand dollars but i sold that shit years ago <laughs> um Jitsu City sold a briefcase full of them back in 98 had mad fireballs yeah um and a lot of them like anything else um it's, it's having the original as opposed to reprint because a lot of the magic cards the original ones are worth a lot of money but they got reprinted over and over again over the years because you know for gameplay use because basically they you know, they want to sell you the same deck over and over again so <clears throat> excuse me so you have to look at the cards and know where, and know what edition they came from that's where why this guy fucking hired me because he paid the wrong price for a couple cards because he didn't he didn't know like what to look for as far as as far as what what edition that they were so that was a fun time didn't pay didn't pay shit obviously <laughs> there's this other place uh, i didn't work there but i like to go there and fuck me if i can even remember the name of it anymore but th- the place i worked at was kind of upscale uh, a little bit like i said it, it was in a nice neighborhood and it, and it had like all kinds of different you know collectibles and stuff this place was just fucking nutty it had everything that you could like this guy was, if the other place was like a pawn shop for collectibles, this was a junk shop for collectibles, but it's still cool shit. Like they had cases and cases and cases, just chock full of like different Star Wars toys just piled in there. Like, like you could see like a pile of fucking figures leaning up against the fucking Millennium Falcon. They like, they had racks of clothes of like Star Wars costumes and things like that. They had the entire Franklin Mint star wars and star wars the next generation collective memorial plates this place was it was cool but it was all crammed together i i used to go there because in addition to everything else they had a whole bunch of uh, uh Dungeons and dragons books and this is getting to the point where they moved up a couple editions i didn't like the new rule set uh this place had like old copies of the other sh- of the D stuff it was a great man i can't believe i can't remember was it called time travelers God, i can't remember the name of the store but it was fucking awesome it's probably gone too one second i got a dog to pick up Ah, uh, you go, hey little dog. Just sit in my lap. Yeah. So yeah, um, that was a great place. I don't really collect anything anymore, though. That was collecting is always one of those weird things. Um, I get what well, I got joy from buying the things, and then they'll put them in order like magic cards or whatever it was I was collecting because I did comic books for a while. But ultimately speaking. I I never got big into collecting anything because it, it always seemed like a lot of money for stuff that's just gonna sit there and not do anything. But uh and that's why I didn't get into collecting anything else after the Magic Gathering. As far as other sports cards go, I don't know. It just they don't even do anything. At least with Magic the Gathering, you could play a game with it. Um this stuff you, you're with baseball cards and football cards, you're it's intended for you to buy it and put it away. And I just never saw any reason to spend the money on that kind of thing. But that's just me. Some people enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, and some people I see actually making money on it, just buying buying and selling the right things. <laughs> yeah, those of us who the collected baseball cards as children were the weird ones. No, certainly not. Um, obviously, enough people do it that it's not weird. It's just not something that I ever understood. I never understood the point of just having stuff just to like put away and look at. As opposed to stuff that you could use. Um, but what I know. Very little, actually. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we're talking about today. <clears throat> Man, I swear to God, I'm going to die. Uh, oh, you know what? Tomorrow is an MMA night. So uh, maybe we should check and see who's fighting. <laughs> That's always a good idea, right? Let's see who's fighting tonight. What do you guys think the over and under odds are that I'm going to know who any of these fucking people are? it's an it's another fight night card it's not a UFC pay-per-view so um I'm gonna guess out of the 20 people fighting I'm gonna know who like five of them are let's see let's see how good I am on this let's see we're looking at this one if we get submit picks okay I can't even say fucking the name of the uh one of the guy Jarra Hole. Rosenstruck versus Serial Gain. I've never heard of either of those two. Actually, I think I've heard of Rosenstruck. Uh let's see. co-main is Nikolai Krylov versus Magomed Anklovet. Okay, I don't know who those fucking people are. Okay. Not surprisingly enough, the first one I recognize uh is a female MMA fighter. <laughs> Montana de la Rosa versus Mayra Buno Silva. Uh, I've heard of Montana de la Rosa before. I think she lost her last fight. Um and let's see. Then at the last of the Pedro munho's Okay, I know who that is. For versus Jimmy Rivera. I don't know who that is. Okay, so we did. We did have at least one fight where I knew who both people were. Oh, Bruce Leroy's fighting Eric's uh, kakera's uh, I think I said that wrong. Is fighting Kevin Coom. That'll be fun. And yeah, no, that's about it. You know, not, nothing too. Nothing else too exciting. So it'll be, as always, that doesn't mean anything as far as the fight's going to go. Some of the most exciting fights you'll see will be two people you've never fucking heard of. God damn, dude. In other news, I got a tremendous medical bill in the mail today. (laughs) I think it's fine, but me getting the bill in the mail made me realize that when I, uh, when I went and got that testing done last month, I never went back to the doctor because because of some scheduling errors, uh. I ended up having testing done with him before I had the the date set up to uh, go talk to him about the testing. And he never called me, so I never called him. So I don't think that's why I get a, a big medical bill. Uh, I uh, I happen to have a, like a supplemental insurance with my insurance. So a lot of times I will get a bill for medical services and then a couple of days later get a bill, uh, a statement saying that it was paid because the supplemental insurance covers like my deductible and that sort of shit. So, but yeah, it was interesting to get a bill for like 700 and something dollars. I'm like, oh, no, 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 that can't be right. But then I started thinking about it. I hadn't been to the doctor since that happened. So he might not have even approved the tests or anything like that. So I I set up an appointment to see him, which won't be until like March 23rd. So I hope that doesn't give me like uh, any kind of problems with my insurance. Uh, I didn't mean to not go back. I just kind of forgot. (laughs) So we'll see how that goes. I might have like a fucking big ass bill to pay. That would be unfortunate. I need money. I don't want to spend it on shit like that. Um, that's quite enough on medical bills, even with my awesome insurance. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, do, do, do. yeah, not a lot to going on on the OG today. Um, I see people complaining about the gas prices going up. I haven't had to buy gas for like three weeks. <laughs> it has it gone up. That's that significantly the last couple of weeks uh, I have, uh, a car that I have custom tuned, so I have to use 93 uh, octane for it, um, which, uh, which does make it kind of expensive, obviously, but it's a little tiny car with a little tiny gas tank, so I don't really go through a lot of gas, uh, a week, it, despite the fact I drive it like I stole it, I get about 30 miles the gallon, and I only drive city, I don't, I'm never on the highway with it, so it's not too bad, uh, but still the fact that, uh, Gas prices are going up does not make anybody happy. And it, and it surprises me. Uh I, I I haven't been to the gas station to do my confirmation, but like I saw someone say that premium went up from like 319 to 389 in like in the last three weeks, which would not make me happy. Because despite the fact that I don't use a lot of gas, that's a pretty significant uh gain. Okay, you guys can quit being assholes. Sorry, my dogs are stalking my new cat. They still haven't decided whether it's prey or not. Although uh Max has tagged them a couple of times. Uh, one of my ah, times... That's enough. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell yell in the guys' ear. <laughs> uh shit. All right. Let's see. If you guys aren't gonna call in, I'm gonna be reduced to checking Yahoo News for stuff to talk about. Oh uh, let's see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Olympian Lolo Jones claims she was forced to quit MTV's The Challenge. Okay, I don't give a shit about that. Um, Something about Cobra Kai. I haven't
1: watched that yet.
0: Mm, Oh, did you guys see that the uh, um, new Spider-Man movie has its official... uh, Title now, I think it's going to be called Spider-Man: No Way Home. I didn't actually uh, enjoy the second one as much as I thought I would. The first, the first Spider-Man movie was really good, and I really liked the guy that they got for it. Uh, But the second one, I don't know. I don't know why. I I, but it didn't click with me the way the first one did. I don't know if it's because I thought because the uh, villain seemed a little far fetched, or however you want to, however you want to work it. But uh, I'm hoping Spider-Man 3 is a lot better. Uh, Wolf Castle says no superhero movies have clicked with him since he was a teenager. Well, in the end, they're not for everybody. Uh, I realize it's kind of a, you are know, they're, they're not intended for kids, but they're in, basically intended for teenagers and younger adults. So I can understand people not being into it. I enjoy them, though. It's one of a few in, movie genres I still enjoy. I don't really give a shit about most movies anymore. You know, I'm saying that a lot lately maybe i'm turning into a bitter old man i don't feel like i'm turning into a bitter old man but I, it seems like i don't give a shit about a lot of stuff that i used to give a shit about <laughs> so but i i enjoy the genre still i'm looking forward to um falcon and winter soldier which is going to come out probably about a month from now three weeks from now that looks really good and it's going to be a lot more traditional uh marvel superheroes as opposed to wandavision which started out weird and stayed weird uh this looks like it's gonna be a lot more straightforward uh it's going to be a six episode uh season which does sound like a bummer but uh, apparently these are going to be about an hour long for each one so it's going to be about the same as wandavision ended up being because they were like nine episodes but it ended up being about six hours worth of stuff so that seems to be uh the budget that the higher-ups are giving these guys for their marvel series Because that's when asked how many episodes the Winter Soldier and Falcon thing was, the guy running it said, you know, basically it's six episodes because that's what we have. (laughs) That's all the money that they will give them, uh, budget for them to do the shows. And I have high hopes for that one. The the, the interaction between uh, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon is pretty funny. The last couple uh, Marvel movies highlighted it quite a bit. And, uh, I think it'll be in, and, and actually the trailers show them doing the same thing. So there are two guys that don't get along, and which yeah, I'm sure you guys can all relate to this because, and yes, I did have a point to all of that. Let me ask you, have you ever been friends with somebody who's friends with somebody else that you can't fucking stand, but you have to put up with them because you're friends with this dude and that's his friend. Cause that's basically the entire premise between for the, uh, Falcon and winter soldier is they can't stand each other the only reason they know each other is because they have the same mutual friend um and i had a ton of people like that there are there's a lot of people i've met in my life that the only reason i tolerated with them tolerated them was because they were part of a group yeah They're, these are people that you would never hang out with on your own but because you're friends with the same friends you end up hanging out as a group together quite a bit uh, and before anyone says anything i'm 100 sure I'm that guy for some other people, because <laughs> as I said, I, I knew people I didn't really like that much. Because, but I knew them because they were friends with my friend. Most of the time, I didn't like them that much. is because they clearly didn't fucking like me, <laughs> and that's happened a couple of few times where um, I was with a group of people that a couple of few of them didn't like me at all. Because, but they put up with me because I was friends with these people. So I'm sure it's been both ways. Uh, how about you guys? You guys know anybody that? you kind of have to put up with because your friends are friends with him, but you're not really a big fan of i'm sure it happens all the time and uh here's a here's another question for you of that nature <clears throat> have you ever convinced a friend not to be friends with somebody because you didn't like that person uh i've never did that specifically but i have gotten someone to hang out with me to the point where they just basically stopped hanging out with that other dude because he knew that i didn't like that dude he's like oh dude you know i got nothing with him dude." Be, you know, I know you don't like him. He's kind of a dick to you. So I'm not going to hang out with him anymore. So I was like, yay, I win. My friend picked me. Not you, asshole. ha! ha fuck you. <laughs> and no, this wasn't recent. So I, I'm slightly more mature than that. <laughs> Speaking of maturity, I've told you guys before that my wife is going to call in at one point. Uh, I'm starting to wonder if I really want her to because uh, I was talking to her for last night. And I, I mentioned some stuff that I had been doing lately. And she looked at me, and this is what she said to me. She goes, you know, when I first met you, you were I thought you were so debonair and mature. You always wore nice suits. You had all your shit together. You know, I was just so impressed. She goes, but it turns out you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I think that was her exact words. She goes, I, honestly, I feel like we, we married under false pretenses because you're not the guy I thought you were at all. <laughs> and obviously, she was joking, but... Uh, yeah uh that is true i I am not mature at all i'm very immature so but she knew that we 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 dated for two and a half years before we got married so it's not like i was uh like hiding from her (laughs) she she said she's gonna leave you because of the fart drapes (laughs) for those of you have not heard the story we've uh, got freezer strips you know what i'm talking about like if you go to like a commercial building that has a freezer they'll have like plastic strips like hanging overlapping in a row in the thing So you can push through them. But if, you know, but like when they hang there, it forms a seal. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing that we have uh, in my wife's bedroom door. (laughs) So if I fart in the middle of the night, it doesn't creep over into her room, which is, which is just sound thinking when you really think about it. We had a problem. We created a solution. There you go. Daughter hates. No, her daughter doesn't hate me. Did I ever say that? No, that's not true. Uh, I don't, I have no issues with either of her daughters as far as I know. One of them uh, doesn't talk to her mom that much, so I don't see her that often. But uh, but uh, <laughs> it was funny. I got we had just gotten married. You know the the wedding was over. The The uh, we were doing reception. The reception was closing down, and you know I'm I'm actually up at the bar uh, talking with the bartender. You know asking the, you know uh, to get our final bill so I can go ahead and pay him and all this good stuff. And one of the uh, stepdaughters walks up to me, and goes, "So uh, uh, should I call you dad now?" I. And I looked her, at her, I said, you know, honestly, that'd be, that'd be fucking weird. <laughs> I go, you can call me whatever you like, but honestly, that'd be kind of weird. I don't, uh, she goes, yeah, no, I don't think that'd be cool either. I'm like, yeah, you don't, you don't, don't call me dad. I go, I go, I'm not your dad. I'm not, I go, honestly, I don't even feel like I'm your stepdad. Cause a stepdad is someone who come, who steps in after the real dad's gone and helps raise the kids. I didn't raise these kids. They're all, all adults when my, uh, me and my wife got married. So I don't feel like I'm their stepdad, you know? I just feel like I'm their dad's husband. I'm not sure if there's an a, quant, a difference really, but to me, that's how it feels like. I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like um, I have the right to call me call myself a stepdad to any of them. She, she says doesn't matter how nice they are to your face. She's talking about fart drapes behind your back. The older one hasn't even seen them. Uh, actually, nobody has. Here's the thing: my my wife's kids are fucking horrible to her. They they really are. She uh, um you know, she's super duper nice. And, you know, like there's th- this year, they're okay. Like there last year, nobody called her for mother's day. I was so fucking hot about that. Um, the, the youngest daughter is a little bit better because she li- lives in like the next town over from us. So he, she can pin her down to do something, but we can't get her daughter to come out to see, uh, see us for nothing. She doesn't really want my wife to go down to Ohio where she lives to see her. And the the boy fucking I don't know what the fuck's up with him. Yeah, he we we haven't I haven't seen him since we got married. Um, he hasn't come out here or anything like that. Um, they did. He barely talks to his uh, mom now. So I I don't know what's going on. She's a fucking wonderful person. I've heard all kinds of shit that she's done for these kids over the years. I try to tell her, um, because obviously she gets upset about this. It hurts her feelings. She's a good person and she doesn't understand you know what's going on. And I have to tell her. I go well first off, kids are fucking assholes. Your kids are like in the 20 to 25, 20 to 25 year old range right now. That's when kids are the most self-absorbed. They're doing their thing. They don't, I go, when I was 20, 20 years old, I didn't give a shit. If I hurt my mom's feelings, I was an asshole. I was off doing my thing. I didn't care if my mom wanted to see me, you know? Um, and, and I try telling her, I go, you know, it's, I go, it's not that your kids don't love you. It's like your kids are doing what most kids do at that age. They don't need their parents for anything. They're off on their own. You know. Um, of course, I don't know what's between these people before I got married. So I, but I can't imagine that anything that my wife has done in the past is so horrible that they need to treat her like that. And it bothers me quite a bit. I don't like seeing my wife hurt, you know, uh, but it's also not my place. I can't, I can't go talk to them about that. Uh, Once again, I'm not even their stepdad. I'm just the dude that married their wife. I've got no right to tell them how they should treat their mom. That's that, that relationship's between the two of them. That said, I did like the year before last, uh, was it last year? Send, uh, my stepdaughter a message on Facebook saying, Hey, your relationship is between you and your mom, but I would really appreciate it if you got a hold of her on mother's day. And and she did because she hadn't the year before that. It bothered my wife a lot. (laughs) So, but anyways, uh, we're working on it. Uh, hopefully soon, hopefully, you know, one day it'll be just be one big happy family. Wolfcastle says, am my back on the weed again? Uh, if you're talking to me, I never quit. <laughs> uh, I went light a couple of days cause my lungs were bothering me, but that's about it. I'm, th- there's another reason to be looking forward to going back to work. It cuts down on the times I smoke pot cause <laughs> I shouldn't sit around and smoke pot all day, but that's pretty much what I do so going back to work will sober me up some you can because I can only smoke so much oh and here's the thing I don't know how the show's going to go for the first couple of weeks guys uh because I'm not on my normal schedule um it should be fine but like for example when I'm going to uh back to work Wednesday my new schedule is going to be nine to five and le- tra- traffic is fucking horrible at five o'clock it's probably going to take it might take me a whole hour to get home so um, I don't want to do the show at a different time because that I think that's a poor idea. People are expecting it at a certain time. And it needs to be at one time and stay at at it. So I'm going to do my best to start these shows on Wednesday and Thursday at 6 o'clock. That being said, they might be a couple of minutes late. <laughs> but, uh, but I guarantee you guys it won't be terribly late at all. I, uh, I'm going to mix up a Huel, which takes like two minutes, and drink it while I'm doing the show for you guys. But here's an interesting thing. I don't think I'll have time to smoke any weed before the show. So we might have a brand new thing, folks. We might have Sober Jay do a couple shows because I can't smoke before I go to work. Clearly, I can't smoke while I'm at work. And I have, you know, less than uh, one hour to get home and get ready for the show and eat. So I'm pretty sure I'll be fucking um, sober. <laughs> we might make for a horrible show. So I warn you guys in advance. And that's just going to be Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh, Friday, they, they have me work 8 to 4 uh, Saturday and Sunday or eight to four, I think as well. And then, like I said, uh, on the 17th, when I go back to my normal schedule, um, I'll be, have no problems at all uh, getting the show done in time. Rock Jesus, rock Jesus, rock Jesus. Yeah. Rock Jesus asked if the shakes are the source of the bad farts. Yes, they are. Um, and as I mentioned, my, my parts are not nearly as bad as they were. Uh, they were pretty bad for a while. And the problem was the sh- the shakes. Uh, for those that are unaware, I take a product called Huel. It is powdered food. And literally, basically, it's mostly pre- pea protein. Uh, so think like a protein shake, but it's an actual food. Uh, the reason I say that is because it's designed to be nutritionally complete. Uh, if you took in 2,000 calories of Huel in one day, you would have all of the daily recommended vitamins minerals protein and uh fiber and that was the last one that got me uh despite the fact that i took metamucil and all this good stuff i was never getting anywhere close to the recommended recommended amount of fiber most people aren't look it up trust me you'd be surprised um but i was not used to it at all so i went from not getting anywhere close to the amount of fiber that i should to getting my daily recommended doses plus whatever else I also happen to eat. Cause I drink a, a thousand calorie fuel shake in the morning and a thousand calorie fuel shake in the, in the afternoon evening. Uh, but then whatever, I, then whatever else I eat during the day. So I already am guaranteed to get 100% of the fiber I need. Then I eat more shit on top of that. And it was way over the top of my body. Didn't like it at all. <laughs> like for a good couple weeks, it was like a constant process of my body adjusting to that. Uh, now I'm back to normal. I fart like a normal person, <laughs> but, uh, but that's why that's when all the when all the fart precautions came uh, went into effect, like with you know her moving to another bedroom and then putting up the uh, the curtain between so the farts couldn't get in. You know, so now now just now, like I said, I'm I'm regular now. Uh, my body's adjusted. Well, hello, cat. No, you don't want you don't want that. That's wax. <laughs> Cat's sticking his nose where it shouldn't be. He's getting big. Holy shit! I mean, I know he's going to be a big cat because Maine Coons are going to be big. But we haven't had him that long. He's he's twice the fucking size he was when we got him. He's going to be a fucking monster. And and as I mentioned the other day, he's figured out the dog door. So there he goes out the door again. He hasn't decided to climb the fence yet. Maybe we'll get lucky. He won't be interested. But I I have a feeling that we're going to be looking for our cat here once spring comes and there's like birds and shit outside. So we'll see how that works out. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Jeez, five minutes left. All right. Well, we are going to cover at least one more thing. Oh, well. We only have five minutes. So let me bitch and complain. <laughs> All right. I am fucking sick to death of the United States Postal Service. We've had this conversation a couple of times. I've told you guys that I've had like eight packages come for me in the United States Postal Service in the last two months. And every single fucking one of them was late. Every one. Bare minimum one day late. Most of them were a couple of days late. One of them was two weeks late. And now we're working on another one. Um, I ordered a dry fire, uh, system for my uh, pistol because I need to practice on it without shooting stuff. And I ordered it on the 16th. They shipped it out on the 16th priority mail. I paid for priority mail. That's great. Cause nothing better to pay for being pay to be fucked. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, I paid extra for my fucking cause, uh, you know, they sent it out on the 16th due date on the 19th. And that was the last we ever heard of it on the 16th, uh, At first it was good uh, on the 16th, it moved from their thing to a distribution center, to the the main Las Vegas center, all on the 16th. And that was the last anyone ever fucking saw of it. And not only was it supposed to be delivered in the 19th, they stopped giving me updates. On the 20th, they gave me an update saying, yes, your package is late, but it's still on the way. It's in transit to the next destination. And that's the last time I've gotten a fucking tracking report, the 20th. It is now the 26th and they still have not updated that at all. I've went to the point where I complained to the uh, United States Postal Service and they said, oh yeah, no, no, we still have your package. We're just having trouble finding transportation for it. So they claim that it's, they know exactly where it is, but they can't bring it to me because they don't have somebody to drive the t- fucking truck. Um, That is fucking ridiculous on so many different levels. Uh, and how long should I put up with this? How long do I have to put up with this? <coughs> I bought that product because I wanted it. I don't want to spend another fucking 90 or a hundred dollars or whatever it was to buy another one. Um. How long do they can they legally keep your ship before they have to admit that they just lost it? First off, it just amazes me that they will can even tell me that, "Yeah, we we got your ship. Yeah. Um we're not going to give it to you. Yeah. We don't have anybody we don't have anybody going that way right now." That's the type of shit my fucking drug dealer used to tell me that, "Yeah, no, dude, you know, I'm over here and I can't get back out that way uh, today, you know. Uh no, no nobody else is buying stuff. You're going to have to wait till tomorrow when I get out there." Seriously, Fucking they've got they've got the package, they just don't want to fucking do anything with it. <laughs> Which makes me think obviously that they really lost a package and they just don't want to admit it yet. Cause they'll hope it'll pop up in some corner or some shit like that. Uh so really, have any of you guys ever dealt with anything like this? How long does it go on before the post office admits that they lost my shit? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. All right, you know what? We're gonna call it a night while I'm on a bad fucking mood complaining about the United States Polster Service. I, uh, am going to do the shit all over again at six o'clock guys. I hope to see you then. Uh, I want to thank the OG army for stopping in. I can't do the show without you. Uh, I want to thank juice for calling in. I always appreciate talking with you. I'm going to be back tomorrow at six o'clock to do the shit all over again. So I hope to see you guys then until then, uh, I'm passive Jay. You guys have yourself a great day. Bye-bye. Same for the
1: OG. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the OG Fuck the OG Fuck the OG OPS alpha get. Thanks,
0: Juice.